Please join me for a word of prayer. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of our assembled hearts be acceptable to you, O God, our rock and our redeemer. Bless us where we're at right now, Lord, in those familiar places with those whom we love. This we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and from our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. There's something that makes me a little bit nervous about going into an unfamiliar place. I'm always a little bit slower, a little bit more nervous about what's going to happen. And depending on the activity depends on the amount of nervousness and fear that goes with a new place. On a new hiking trail or mountain biking trail, you kind of take it as it comes. You move a whole lot more slowly on a bike. You're a little more careful when you're on your feet and you don't know the dips and dives. You don't know the twists and turns. You don't know the high elevations or the valley. So you take it a little bit easy. Easy does it, they say. Otherwise, you get over your handlebars, you get over your head on a hike, and you kind of wonder where you're going to end up. If you've ever traveled to a new city, you understand uh, what it's like to be in an unfamiliar place as well. You don't know exactly where everything is, so you drive a little bit more slowly. You observe a little bit more closely. As each wheel turns and spins, you kind of figure out where your bearings need to be to get where you need to go. You figure out how it works, how the traffic flows, how things line up in the, in the unfamiliar place. You find the gas station, the restaurant, you find the hotel, you find the Starbucks, and eventually you find greater courage every time you go out into that unfamiliar territory until it becomes familiar to you. So too, when you go into someone else's home, which sounds kind of crazy at this point in time, thinking that we'd be going into anybody's home, but when you do go into somebody's home that you don't know super well, you, 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 you kind of step back as well. I remember years ago going into one of our members' homes, and he brought me a beautiful cup of tea, and he said, you know what, Pastor, this time I'll bring the tea to you. Next time you can get it yourself. He said it with a big, warm smile on his face. I was kind of freaking out by that. I'm not sure how that works. I was trained you, when you go into somebody's house, you kind of sit and hang out. It's, it's unfamiliar. You, you figure out the, the routines and the pathways. You figure out how it works in their place. I could never imagine going into his pantry to get the tea. I could never figure out where the hot water would come from. I'd never figure out if I was taking somebody else's coffee cup. I'd never look in a closet, a medicine cabinet, or in a close, behind a closed door in an unfamiliar place, especially in someone else's unfamiliar home. I would always kind of go with the don't touch, don't mess around and take it easy approach to being a good house guest. Unfamiliar places. Seems to me we've been in an unfamiliar place since March. In March we had life by the tail. 
We had so much figured out, our routines, our pathways, our, our habits, all just about 100% down. We knew where we were going, how to get there, how long it would take, how many stops, and where the Starbucks was. We had it all figured out. And then the whole state, the county, and it seems like our whole lives had a sense of being locked down or shut down, and things became very unfamiliar. Restaurants go into a different mode as do other businesses. Retailers pivot to handle the crowds and keep their businesses alive and cooking. Schools figure it out with all sorts of protocols and procedures. Even churches move to an online venue, doing an online thing, trying to figure it out and getting better week by week with services online, outdoors, and in smaller groups. And that this season of Advent and Christmas, it's all so unfamiliar. This is so awkward. It's just not what we expect and how we expect it to be. And to be honest, it's also quite exhausting. We talk in our staff and among our leadership team about a 35% COVID tax and the COVID tax is a tax on every part of you. 35% more time to get tasks done. 35% more energy to get things done. 35% more anxiety and 35% more dollars. 35% more in relationships. It seems to take so much more and it's so much more taxing to just do the simple things of life. In our text today from John's Gospel, we read familiar words of light and darkness. John leads us to the Word made flesh. For the people of that day and that time, life was humming along. John the Baptist, Zechariah, Elizabeth, Mary, Joseph, life was just kind of familiar. Till angels started popping up, Matthew and Luke record for us. God began to move in a public way, in a public place, in an unfamiliar way. But the prophecy that the people knew, the prophecy through Isaiah, which Mitchell read this morning, was on its way to being fulfilled. The one who would come, who would proclaim good news to the poor, the one who would bind up the brokenhearted, who would proclaim freedom and release for captives, the one who would proclaim the time of the Lord's favor. The people knew that the Messiah would be on the way. And they had gotten into a familiar rut and routine in their spiritual lives, kind of looking at the horizon when the Lord would come, but maybe shrugging their shoulders. But now God was ready. God was ready to bring forth His Son, born into a familiar place in a familiar time, coming to, to fulfill a familiar prophecy, but coming also with great love. To move his people away from judgment and darkness into grace and truth. God would work to make, God would work through Jesus to make his grace familiar to humanity. The grace that Jesus won for us by his sacrifice is familiar to us today, this morning. But to his people at that point, the faith was more you, you get what you deserve and you make a sacrifice to kind of make up for the stuff in the middle but God would take care of that sacrifice once for all in Jesus 
He would make God's grace familiar for us. And that we would know God as a God of forgiveness and a God of love rather than a God of judgment. That is familiar to us. And we have a familiar faith that connects us to God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Faith that's been tested over the last month. But a faith that in our hearts and lives has, de- has delivered a sense of hope that God is working. That God is doing what God will do, leading people to Himself. Delivering His forgiveness and His mercy. And looking upon us in kindness and grace. It's that gift of Jesus that you enjoy in a familiar place as you participate in our worship service. You may have your pajamas on. You may have your cup of coffee. You may be sitting in your backyard enjoying the sunrise. I'm not sure. But I pray right now, this morning, this time, I pray for you knowing that God is with you right where you are in your familiar place at this very moment. For God is with us in the familiar and the unfamiliar. God is with us every place and every time. God is with us. And the seal of that promise of His presence in our lives is Jesus, His Son, who came into real real places at a real time as well and walked real pathways through real cities and real villages to real people to bring God's grace and His truth, John writes. A grace and truth that lasts to this very moment in the familiar places that we find ourselves here and now. The final words of Jesus in this words, in the final words of Jesus in His ministry were words of place. As He said to His disciples, Surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. Right now, he's with you in your familiar place. I love kind of worshiping at home. Last week when I was out, it was kind of fun to sit and do church as you are doing it. I miss being here in this familiar place. I miss you guys, but but it was kind of nice to get up during the offering and refresh my coffee and put a little nice vanilla creamer in it. It was kind of nice to be lounging around in my Green Bay Packers sweatshirt and sweats. It was kind of nice to be able to wear a hat. It was kind of nice to be comfortable on the couch. In our home, my wife took the initiative last weekend to fill it with all the familiar things of Christmas. We have a Christmas tree that's filled and around which my family is, is sitting right now watching church. But each ornament means something. It's a familiar place, a national park, a, 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 a gift of a, of a child, a gift of a trip, a, a gift of something that's meaningful for us. And our home is filled with familiar pieces, family relics of family history that tell a story of long ago and far away from grandparents and great-grandparents. It's part of what makes our home familiar to us. It's part of what makes it joyful. It's part of what reminds us that we are a part of God's bigger narrative, of God's bigger story from generation to generation. 
Maybe you look around your home as you worship this morning and you look and you say, that ornament, that's an antique. That little major scene on the mantle that came from a place that we hold in our heart very special. This ornament on this tree Let me tell you the story of the time where we were at and we picked up and what that means to us in our family. All of those beautiful things that surround you in your home, they warm your heart and they make your house your home. They bring a familiarity to you in unfamiliar times. They bring a connection life to life, person to person. reminders of God's provision for us in Jesus Christ and though this has been a a nine-month unfamiliar time we have years and years and generations and generations of God being faithful to us in our homes our families God's grace God's truth made real in the relationships that we share God is with you right now and God is with us as a community God is with us as a county God is with us as a state God is with us as his people at St. John's in Orange he's with us as we have to lock back down the first time we did this there was so much fear and so much difficulty now we seem to kind of flick a switch and have it all figured out the good side of that we're familiar with how to support one another We're familiar with how to look out for those who are more vulnerable. We're more familiar as a church with how to do better and and, and better on our online worship. And we know that we're coming to the end of this quarantine and this unfamiliar time. And we look forward to breaking out of that and celebrating Christmas and getting after the Lord's blessings for us that He has prepared in advance. In the new year 2021 for so many of us this sanctuary is a familiar place familiar pews familiar people familiar altar familiar statue familiar screen familiar trees familiar organ familiar familiar windows familiar star familiar it's our spiritual home My sense is that we all look forward to getting back to a familiar place and to this familiar place. My sense is that we all look forward to standing and sitting and hearing the creak of the pews when we stand up and sit down. We look forward to the smell. We look forward to being face to face and eye to eye with one another. We look forward to being in the familiar rhythms and routines of our lives. And this Sunday, the third Sunday in Advent, is one Sunday closer to familiar sights, sounds, smells, and people. I can't wait for that. I know you can't either. And in our hearts and our lives, as we move from Advent to Christmas and from Christmas into the new year, we begin to lean back into those rhythms that will become familiar for us as well. Until then, until then, 
we hold on to the very best and the richest things of life. Familiar people with whom you maybe are sitting right now. Familiar places. Places of warmth and places of security. Perhaps a familiar place that you're sitting right now. Familiar story of Mary and Joseph and a baby lying in a manger. In an unfamiliar time. It's amazing the power, the strength, and the hope that the familiar brings to us in our lives. Familiar places like Bethlehem. Familiar people like Mary, Joseph, and a baby lying in a manger. Familiar story of grace and truth that drives for us all a sense of hope. God be with you. Happy Advent. Merry Christmas. God is with you. Amen.